The following is a paid advertisement of St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedics. References to any specific product, services, or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by St. Anthony Hospital, Carroll Broadcasting, or its advertisers. The views expressed by the host or guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Welcome to the St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedic Show with Dr. Richard Godding. Dr. Godding specializes in joint preservation, reconstruction, and replacement surgery, and brings over 25 years of orthopedic excellence to St. Anthony Hospital and to the Carroll area. For more information about Dr. Godding, his practice, or St. Anthony Orthopedics, go to stanthonyhospital.org or make an appointment by calling 712-794-5536. Good Sunday morning, Iowa. It's Dr. Rick Godding. I have another special treat. Uh, people have, have really said that they enjoy uh, the guests that I've had on. I had the Attorney General and the CEO of uh, Goldfinch uh, talking about the Billion Pill Pledge. Uh, I had uh, one of our other doctors who's been working on the St. Anthony Gala, which is coming up Oh, by the time, sorry, <laughs> the St. Anthony Gala, which just happened. <laughs> and... Uh, I had a patient came in the other day who came over to see me from Cedar Rapids because uh, he had had some friends in that area that had come over, um, mostly because of the pain protocol, but also because of the Mako robot and, and just the, the results we're getting on the knees. And he was really interested in coming on and sharing his story. So we thought we'd have uh, Gary on today. So here we go with that. Hey, Gary, how are you doing? I'm doing great, doctor. Glad to uh, talk to you today. I'm feeling great. It's uh, been an amazing process but i'm so grateful and so happy and with the results that i've got from you so thank you well that's great and thanks for coming on the show and the reason that i picked to have you come on the show is is it happened to be that i was talking last week when i was recording the show about how the mako takes very very difficult knees and makes them more scientific more reproducibly done and uh, done in a way that takes out a lot of the guesswork and the art of it. So it's a lot more science and a lot less art. So your mm-hmm. knee, you had an ACL reconstruction. When was that? Uh, I had one. The first one was in 1995, and the second was in uh, 2001. So actually two of them. Right. So you had two ACL reconstructions. The last one was 23 years ago. And kind of uh, tell us the story of your knee since that time, since that second ACL reconstruction. And then just for the listeners, if you know, the ACL, that's the one all the athletes tear, um, and, right. and, and it's a big mm-hmm. reconstruction. It's not as small like a meniscus as they reconstruct the ligament. So, so tell us how it's kind of gone since over the last 20 years. So after the first one, they, uh, they take the center, center of the tendon from the kneecap down to the leg they you use that to reconstruct the acl so that's what they did then that was in 1995 and then it lasted until 2002 i uh misstepped and, and it popped and then they took the tendon out of the the opposite knee the second time and and both times those those occurrences happened they damaged the meniscus that was in the knee so Looking forward, I had an idea that this was probably going to be a result, end result, where I would need a, a total knee, knee replacement, which which it did. But uh, I do a lot of hunting and stuff, and so I'm on my feet quite a bit. Back in 2012, I have a little GPS that I use, and, and while we were hunting in, in that week that uh, 
we were out hunting, I walked close to 50 miles is what uh, my GPS had told me. But it was sore, but I got along. It was sore, but I got along. But within the last two, three years, it just gradually got worse and got worse and got worse. And, and uh, I knew inevitably that uh, this day would probably come. And so here it is. And so the results I got from the surgery, the no totally replacement, has been unbelievable. So, right, so you actually came over from Cedar Rapids, and, and how did that happen? So a friend of mine knew about you or found out about you, and he referred me, and he had both his knees done uh, one at a time. And then he also explained to me that uh, several other people or a couple other people that I knew had theirs done too. And so I did call the one other guy, and, and he explained to me how it went for him, and he recommended it. And so... That's how I got to know you and right, right. find out and, about you. And I think actually more than the Mako, because there's other places that had the Mako, was the pain protocol that you were interested in. Is that right, if I remember correctly? Absolutely, absolutely. That was My friend told me about that, and he said that was that was a game changer. He said it was unbelievable. And it's the same thing for me. When we go to therapy, when I go to therapy, when my friend went to therapy, the therapists are just amazed at how well, how soon, how much motion you have in your knee already this quickly so yeah well just, that is awesome to hear yeah yeah two weeks a day so uh i think a week ago when i came to see you for the one week out i was at uh i was just using a cane and i was bending at uh i think believe uh 91 or 92 degrees today i'm at 103 degrees already at two oh weeks that's out, so. that's great and you actually drove yourself from cedar rapids one week <laughs> After the knee replacement, I did. I remember. I did. Yeah, it's three hours one way. So, yeah, it was the first little while. I put ice on it, which I shouldn't have done. I put ice on it the first part of it, and then I stopped uh, part way and, and took the ice off and got out, walked around, and from then on, it was great both ways. Go and finish and going over there and coming back. So, yeah. Oh, that's probably so- shouldn't have put the ice on it, but it was it was fine the rest of the way. And I walked into your office with a cane. So uh, yeah, I remember. I, and, and that's and yeah. you know. Your knee in particular, having had those surgeries and having metal implants inside that were left behind in those surgeries, and, and I showed you the x-ray. I mean, your knee was yep. shifted over half an inch from yep. side to side. Yeah. And now, of course, it looks nice and straight. And those are the things that make it really different using the Mako. So you have to, you know, the Mako allows us to go around that hardware as opposed to if you don't have the robot, you're putting a rod up in the femur. Well, you were going to run into that metal screw that's left in your femur, and we were able to not do that. And then also to balance the ligaments appropriately, it's not guesswork. It's it's exactly we, we do it on the screen, and we adjust to the millimeter, and you adjust the tension of the ligament right where we want it, and boom, execute. And mm-hmm. And it's so exciting, you know, when I get somebody who really has a bum knee and it's just so obvious that no matter what, it's better with the Mako. Now, you know, I've done a, over 2000 knee replacements, so there's some skill in there as well. But I would tell you that me doing your knee without the Mako versus me doing your knee with the Mako is day and night. And, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I'm just so excited about how, uh, how you're doing uh, this early. So you were, you said you walked 50 miles over a hunting weekend. It would have been a week, a week of hunting oh. out west. Uh, oh, out west. Was, yeah. Okay, so when, yeah. Was, when was the last time you were able to do that? Um, 
So you said that was 2012 I, that you did that. Yeah, so 10, 11 years ago. But uh, I haven't walked, I haven't went out west and walked that long, that far. But uh, in the last several years here, just I, when I was working, I, I retired in January of last year. So when I was working before that, I was in maintenance. So I was on a hard concrete floor all day carrying a tool bag around that weighed 30, 40 pounds. You know, and did that for 17 years, too. So up and downstairs, you know, and it all just eventually came to, you know, where we're at today, where it just kind of wore out, and I knew something had to be done. So, But I think I think you should next year schedule a, a hunt out west. That's what I think. <laughs> I would love to do that. I, I, it's Trust me, it's, it's on the list. It's on the list. I'm not sure if it'll be next year, but uh, it will be definitely in the future. I will be back out there again yeah and i mean i think so. that i think that's that's the the fun of of what i get to do is to watch people go and and do those kind of things and uh and how did you find saint anthony's and the care that you got there as well i tell you what everything the whole procedure and everything else the the care at saint anthony's the, the ladies in your office were all top-notch i mean they were just everybody was so nice polite respectful professional and same way in the hospital the nurses were all just incredible uh here's another thing that i i noticed it was just incredible where when i was in there got to be later in the shift they were a little bit short staffed but other nurses came from other departments and helped out yeah and uh, took care of me and stuff like that i was that was pretty amazing i i thought so yeah every the whole experience at the hospital at your office is just top notch everything was great yeah i appreciate that yeah i'm real proud of 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 that both my office staff and the hospital i mean honestly so St. Anthony's, you know, for a rural hospital, the, the physical plant of it is just not what you expect, right? It's a big, beautiful private rooms with, you know, it's just right. a, a gorgeous. It's not a small little mm-hmm. uh, box hospital mm-hmm. with 25 beds. And then the people, you so you get kind of the big city medical experience because, again, you, you know, even in most of the big cities, you can't get the Mako. And then you get the small right. town touchy-feely care that you get at St. Anthony's. And so that's what, kind of what makes it fun working there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I was impressed with the nurses. Uh, one would be busy, and another one would walk by and see I needed something. She'd come in, and you know, didn't even have to call her. She'd just say, "Hey, I'll, I'll help you out here." Until the other one was available again, and it was great. It was unbelievable experience. I wish I knew all their names. I could thank them all, but I don't. So, but uh, well, that I will tell them. Yeah. I will tell them all that uh, that you yeah. uh, said thank you very much and appreciated it. Mm-hmm. And. Um, so yeah, so well, you know, uh, uh, is there anything else you kind of want to tell the people listening uh, um, about your experience or about? Did you did you wait longer than you thought? I mean, in retrospect, now would you have done this one or two years ago and felt like you w- would have had one or two more years of of? Um, I don't know. I just think everything has worked out the way it's supposed to. Uh, a couple years ago, I probably wouldn't have thought I needed it. Okay. Uh, I knew eventually it would be, but. Uh, so I just decided I'm going to take the fall off and I'm going to do it this year and then uh, be ready to go for next year. And, and so it all worked out that way. But the whole process from beginning to end has been un- unbelievable. You know, the first day I came and saw you, I think, was uh, October 9th. And you had, you know, did the x-ray and diagnosed my problem and said I was, you know, needed a new knee. And, and by the 31st, I was in there and had the surgery, which I thought was incredible. You know, just the whole time process went very quickly, which is great. So yep. I'm well on my way to being 
back to normal again, you know. So well, it's just, just been an awesome process. And I'm, you know, anybody out there that thinking about it or thinking they may need something in the future, I would highly recommend you and, and everyone at, at uh, your office and at St. Anthony's as well. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you coming on. And, it, you know, it just happened to be serendipitously that I was really talking about complex knees. And I walked in and there you were uh, a week out after your super complex knee. I just thought it'd be fun to come on the show and kind of share that with people. And I really, really appreciate your time coming on the show to, to, to share that story with us. And uh, well, I appreciate everything you've done for me, too, Dr. Godding. It's been been a great experience and i just can't thank you enough and your staff enough so well, thank you as well perfect all right well so i will talk to you in about five weeks you have my cell phone number uh if you need anything you text me and all my patients that get knee replacements and shoulder replacements get my cell phone number so uh, i think that's a good way to keep trouble from happening or at least if if there's trouble early we we get on it early so you let me know if you need anything at all and otherwise i'll talk to you in a few weeks will do thank you doctor all right thank thanks you. thanks a lot all right take care so there you go, Gary from Cedar Rapids. He had a uh, had a couple friends who had come over uh, who were radio show listeners who came over and were super happy with their knees. And, and interestingly enough, you know, it's interesting because, so there's two things. There's the Mako and then there's the pain protocol. And I honestly don't think you can get them both anywhere else that I know of uh, in Iowa. He came mostly because of the pain protocol. and But his knee, because his knee had had two anterior cruciate ligament reconstructions with retained hardware, meaning he had metal still in the knee, both in the tibia and the femur, and he had significant what we call ligamentous laxity uh, on one side and not the other, and his knee was literally shifted over almost an inch over a half between about about three quarters of an inch meaning from if you're looking at the knee from left to right it was shifted over so it's overhanging on one side and underhanging on the other and it essentially was a knee that without the mako would have taken a lot more i don't want to say it's guesswork but a lot more there's some guesswork but a lot more just craft. And I've talked about that before. You know, I've done thousands of knee replacements. I was good at the craft. But the craft is now not part of it anymore. With, with It's all the science. There's a little bit. Okay, a new, there's a little bit of craft left to it. But if you were to take a knee replacement without the robot, without the Mako robot, and the rest of them, eh, you know, like I said, there's... It's essentially there's the Mako and then there's everything else. And I, you know, and I stand by that and talk to anybody about their robots. And there's just no comparison. It's just the capabilities are just different. It's just the Mako, uh, for one, it's the only one where the robotic arm has an actual saw at the end of it rather than a burr. Uh, and there, that's a whole de- detailed conversation for another day. But the Mako is just, it costs three times as much as the rest of them, three to five times as much, and it's worth it. And, um, when you're doing the knee with the Mako robot, there's you are able to essentially do the knee conceptually on the screen during the case and then execute it flawlessly and then not have to balance the ligaments afterwards because they're already balanced based on the cuts that you've made to the bone as opposed to the old way where you make the same cuts to the bone with everybody and then balance the ligaments, which is very much a craft or an art. And, you know... 
it just it's just so fun to be able to to take this knee that would have honestly even with all the knees that I've done, I would have looked at this knee going in and I would have said, Oh boy, this is gonna be a doozy if I was doing it without the Mako. And with the Mako, I was like, Man, we got this and just zip through it. Able to go around instead of taking out the metal that had been left behind, we were able to go around it uh, because we didn't have to put the rod up in the femur like the normal targeting device on a, a non-robotic knee. And then, of course, you know the pain protocol. Obviously, I talked about that with the interviews that we've had with the attorney general and other people on here. That you know, I've worked on my pain protocol for a very long time. We have very low number of all the fifteen hospitals in this program, my patients use the least amount of opioids afterwards. So the least amount of the, the hydrocodone and the oxycodone. So putting those two things together is, you know, just what I've been working for. It is the, uh, it's taken a lot of time to build up the program the way I, I want it and to have it be executed the way I want it. And it's just so much fun. I mean, you got a guy, first of all, a guy coming over from Cedar Rapids who heard about me from other people in the Cedar Rapids area, which is fun in and of itself. And that, and I, and that's, you know, hey, that's due to the radio show. So thank you for listening. But also, you know, being able to work at St. Anthony's, who A, is a great hospital, and B, bought me the Mako robot. And I say bought me because I was the only, I'm the only one here. So they bought it for me to use for the patients because I convince them that these type of outcomes were possible and that by doing it in this way combined with the other stuff that I'm doing that we would be able to bring in patients from other places and that's exactly what has happened and so it's just I don't know it's just fun I feel really good so I've built this thing out here in Carroll Iowa and continue to build it and able to you know have a, a rural hospital give the same level of care in the same type of physical plant and the better, you know, a more touchy feely level of care than is possible in the bigger city hospitals and in a physical plant that would match any hospital. I mean, our private rooms are just as good as any private rooms I've seen. And the staff is just very dedicated and very, very friendly. And as you hear, so I thought it'd be fun every once in a while, I get a patient on Uh, because I think it's their story is fun. And uh, there were a lot of fun things about Gary's story, not the least of which is that, you know, in 2012, he spent a week hunting and walked 50 miles. And more recently, he said he's just not even anywhere close to that. And uh, that now that he's got his knee and he's feeling good, he's looking to maybe go back out west and and do some uh, some hunting again that that would entail 50 miles of walking over a weekend. And so that's why it's such a great privilege and honor and and I'm just really humbled to be able to to do this profession. I mean, you know, I worked hard to get here, but God gave me some gifts and uh they happen to be in in this avenue and I'm just thankful every day that I get to do this for a living because I can't imagine anything that would make me feel better than to be able to take people and uh and get them back into the lives that they want to lead. And so I'm just really, really grateful for all that. And I, and I do, I love all my patients and, and I love what I do. And so, so with that, uh, I just wanted to, to share Gary's story. Gary actually wanted to share his story. He had heard about the radio show and I, you know, he, he, I said, Hey, what do you think? And he said, yeah, I would love to get on there and tell my story. And, um, 
So that's what we did. So once again, thank you all very much for listening. I I do really appreciate it. It's uh, this this radio show has been quite a uh, it's been quite a ride over the last. It's been I've been doing it for five years now, and uh, it's nothing that I ever thought I was going to do. But it's really allowed me to to do things um, that I never never really thought were you know never really thought we were going to be able to do these things. So with that, I thank you again for listening, and uh, you have a blessed week, Iowa. This has been the St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedic Show with Dr. Richard Godding. For more information about Dr. Godding, his practice, or St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedics, go to www.stanthonyhospital.org or make an appointment by calling 712-794-5536.